0: Good evening everybody and welcome to the Toon Review. Hope you've had a cracking weekend everyone. Nice to see you all in the chat. Uh, Not sure where Billy Bob is. I think he's having his uh, Sunday evening uh, snooze, Uh, but hopefully he will join us uh, at some point during the show. Um, Lots of uh, stuff to go through tonight. Rumors, what's going on. Uh, the game against Fulham, of course. And where does that leave us with injuries and stuff like that? So lots to get through as well as the player ratings, of course, at the end of the show, which we always like you to take part in. But as usual, if you do enjoy tonight's show, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, It is very, sorry, hit the like button first of all, all of you uh, subscribers and viewers. Uh, Very important, we keep the likes coming on the channel. And of course, if you're new, uh, bottom right-hand corner, click subscribe, come and join this amazing community as we head towards 27K. Uh, But don't forget to hit the notification bell, which of course will let you know when we upload any videos or we schedule our lives. Uh, There's a couple of lives already scheduled for tomorrow night and of course Match Day Live again on Tuesday as we head to Villa Park. Uh, you can become a member of the Tune Review, we're going to start giving some giveaways from tomorrow night, uh, so make sure you're a member, uh, hit the join button below me and Alex, and that will uh, make you become a member, you can gift memberships if you do so, Wish of course as well, and the usual, you can donate to the channel if you do so, Wish hitting the dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments, it really, really does help the channel, uh, and of course that will get your comment guaranteed to be read out. Uh, good evening, Mr. Stato. Good evening, how we doing? Uh, we're all right. I mean, a very, uh, strange, uh, set of results today, of course, which we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to in, uh, in just one moment, uh, couple of new members, Geordie, Rick, uh, welcome to members club, uh, Niall, welcome to members club. I think that might be renewal for Niall. Kelvin Adam is celebrating exactly a year of membership. So thank you very much, Kelvin, for your support. And Geordie, Rick, thank you very much for your super chat. There's no comment there, but very, very kind mate. Thank you so much for that. Uh, indeed. Um, Unfortunate scenes in the derby match earlier on today, Alex, between um, West Brom and Wolves. That that's something we don't want to see anymore, is it? I mean, it's 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 awful.
1: I mean, you want passion, um, yeah, and you know the 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 threat of not threat, but you know the the amped up passion and, and kind of banter is is fine, but it need, it shouldn't spill over into violence especially not to that degree we don't really want any violence at all preferably yep. um some of the chanting about people dying and a little bit much a little bit yep. much you know little banterful songs at each other because you don't like each other that's fine but probably a little bit much obviously we don't have any proper rivalries in the premier league at the moment they like to think in the cartel that they're um big rivalries I mean, they're not they're hyped up by the by the television um some of the proper rivalries in English football don't meet each other very often because they're all in di- different divisions at the moment. Um, exactly. Such as you know the the Tynesware and, and and the, the Black Country derbies and all of that are quite yeah, big. I
0: mean, we've seen a lot of this happen, even at St James's Park, with uh, opposition fans getting in home ends and stuff like that. And uh, certainly, it, it gets ramped up uh, tenfold when when you're talking about a, a derby with hatred like that. But as usual, I, I'm going to say what I always say: I don't get it. I don't get the the violence just because you support a different football club, even if it is your next door neighbors. I'll never get it. Yes, have your banter and stuff like that, and you hate rid of the football team, but my god, violence in a in a in a in a football stadium! It's grown men, man. You know what I mean? These are supposed to be grown men. It is pathetic. But anyway, I think it's I think it's
1: there's a lot of differences isn't there historically and culturally. Sometimes it was down to, sometimes there was violence, but it depends on what what teams it is and what part of the country they're from. Obviously, well, historically, I, I, there were yeah. regions that fought, and it goes back a long way. depends who it is. It but does, still but not,
0: I, I, I just, not this day and age. I mean, this day and age, it shouldn't no. happen. It, it just shouldn't. Uh, but anyway, the draw was made for the next round, Alex, and we have been drawn away again. Uh, but uh, a favourable draw, I think, this time. Um, a decent draw, either away at Blackburn Rovers or, of course, uh, Wrexham, the star-studded owners of Wrexham, could be getting Newcastle United uh, at the racecourse ground. Now, um, I think a lot of sort of sentimental folks will, will want Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham will certainly want to get through Blackburn and and have an opportunity to welcome Newcastle to uh, to Wales, won't they? I mean, it's a it's a it's a, a massive game for Wrexham if they can get through this round against Blackburn.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting tie. Um, I mean, I, I wanted. Wrexham is the fourth round tie for us. We didn't get them, however, there's the opportunity to possibly get them again. Um, yeah, it just depends on on whoever wins this. But yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, obviously, Blackburn 18th in the championship, really struggling this year. Um, they've scored more goals than fifth place West Brom, who are playoff playoff basically in the playoffs at the moment. Um, despite Blackburn being all the way down in 18th, it's a defensive record. Small, they're losing a lot of games. Um, they've drawn three, lost 15. So. And you can see that they concede that they, they don't seem to be able to pick up draws, it just, just tends to go down. Is the John Dell
0: Thomason still in charge there? I, I'm sure he, I, I, I think he still is, isn't he? Um, oh, I not remember, I can have a form look. Former Newcastle um, uh striker, of course, but um, I, I think yeah, because Blackburn did the same uh last season, they were they were scoring a lot of goals, were conceding a lot, and ended up drawing a lot of games, and they, they missed out on um, John Thomason, um, yeah, John Dell Thomason, yeah. Yeah, I think he's uh, um, the, the struggling. But uh, listen, um, I mean, Matt, go on.
1: Well, I was just going to say, Wrexham, complete opposite. Yeah, obviously, oh, yeah, League yeah. Two. Yeah. They look like they're on course for back-to-back promotions. They are second on 52 points in the automatic promotion mm. spots. However, that is kind of a six-horse racing League Two at the moment, uh, yeah. with McDon's kind of chasing up the rear and sixth. Although we don't want McDon's going back up, they can stay no, down there with them. We
0: don't want their, anywhere up. near. Absolutely.
1: Um, but Wrexham potentially back-to-back promotion. So, so, it's an absolute. It's a team flying very, very high in League 2 versus a team really struggling in the championship. Plus so the
0: to, the, they've got decent money coming way. in. They're backed very well, Wrexham. Um, and I, I think that's that. That's what they I mean, want to do, isn't it?
1: They're not really a League 2 side. I mean, this was no surprise to anyone because there's not much of a difference in quality between the National League and League 2. It's a very much a bottleneck to try and get out of the National League. So, the qualities are kind of similar. League 1's yeah. the, the next funny one. But I, I wouldn't say there's... There will be a difference in class, but not nothing insurmountable. Ins- yeah. Wrexham can win this game, definitely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But it, it, it it's, a, it's a nice different draw this time. Uh, Peter Proudlock, thank you for your super chat. He says, how famous was I yesterday, at Craven Cottage? Uh, ITV4, NUSC photos and Adam Pearson's vlog. Yeah, you, you got yourself around, yeah, mate. I'll everywhere. give you that. Uh, and, of course, getting a photo with uh, Big Al, uh, Mr. Shearer as well. Uh well done, mate. Uh, honestly, it was that photo of the of the crowd uh, with you at the front. It was a brilliant photo, actually. Um, but uh, by all accounts, a brilliant away uh, away end yesterday. Everybody was uh, just absolutely loving it. Yeah, you know. So, listen, Billy said it in commentary yesterday that he felt that despite the performance, he said that our name could be written on the cup this year because of the way we've we've scraped through. But Moving on to the game, Alex, which, I mean, wow. How do you describe a game like that? It was uh, quite incredible at times. I mean, the first 20 minutes, uh, I think it's fair to say that that was some of the worst we've played for a, a long time. Even worse than what we've seen this season. Um, Murphy had a chance to put us one nil up, uh, straight in on the keeper, but fluffed it. Uh, but after that, I mean, Fulham just didn't have a cutting edge, though. They had all the possession in the world, but that cutting edge wasn't there, was it?
1: Yeah, so for anyone that listened to the Patreon last night, um, I think toothless was the buzzword. They, their build-up was good. Quality on the ball, passing sequences, little cheeky one-twos. They, they, they got a lot about them, and that was a heavily rotated Fulham side, to be fair. They've got a lot of good parts, and I'd, I'd be frustrated as a Fulham fan because it looks like if you back the manager, it could be pretty tidy. You can, you can see that they're missing Mitrovic. That is the missing piece. Mitrovic yeah. in that side yesterday. I don't think we win that game. Um, but they were they were toothless for for all the all the good they did, and as much as Silva is happy to whinge, and I didn't like his whinging. I mean, take the defeat. You were you were a good team. You are a good manager. There was no need for all that whinging. Um, but yeah, they they just were missing missing that cutting edge. Um, and we, to be fair to us, have been rather unlucky in front of goal when it comes to set pieces. And we had a bit of luck. As some of the set pieces worked. So about time.
0: Yeah set pieces were a lot better yesterday um and that was highlighted you know Trippier Tri- Tri- did put a few great great balls in um actually there was a couple of you know crosses that Fulham put in especially in the first half uh that were just itching for somebody to to get on the end of um and they just didn't have that cutting edge up front and i think um you mentioned sort of Mitrovic after the match Alex if Mitrovic had been playing um, it would have maybe been a very different story. But he obviously, he wasn't. We did ride our look, but there was only one save that Martin Dubravka had to make in that first half, which, granted, was a very good save. I don't think uh, he caught it properly, but it was still a very, very good save down to his right.
1: Yeah, very good when called upon. Um, I, I think it's important. I don't think anybody's really talked about this, so I, I'm going to throw it out into the universe. Um, oh. Really, really good with the ball at his feet. So calm under pressure, De and I feel like we we criticised him a lot when he was doing a lot wrong, and I think it's important to praise him for that because they were pressing quite aggressively, uh, and he didn't put a foot wrong as a goalkeeper in terms of trying to play out from the back. I was really impressed with him because yeah. there are a few times he got charged down where that could have gone catastrophically wrong, um, and he did really well. So he's he's not perfect. Um, there are things that he can't do that Nick Pope can, and vice versa. Um, but that was that was really tidy. Um, you know we missed the sweeping, but in terms of building out from the back, some of the stuff that Dubravka did last night, Nick Pope can't do that. If yeah, Nick Pope yeah. would have one of them, one of them would have gone wrong,
0: hundred percent mm. in my opinion. Um, yeah. Dubravka did very very well in that regard. Mm. Uh, right, there is a poll going up in the chat right now, guys, for your man of the match yesterday. You've got four options, and those options are Botman, Burn, Longstaff, or Trippier. They are the four for Man of the Match yesterday. And that poll is now up there in the chat. So get voting away. And of course, uh, we will uh, come back to that at the end of the show to see who the viewers' Man of the Match is. So again, Botman, Byrne, Longstaff or Trippier. They are your options for Man of the Match. Um, I mean, it it was great to see Alan Shearer in the away away end as well, Uh, Alex. Obviously, um, said he hasn't been in the away end since 1985. Uh, so it, it was just a, a pleasure to see him there. And it was funny seeing some of the Fulham fans join in with the chance uh, for, for Shearer.
1: Well, he's a legend of the game, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's the yeah. Premier League all-time top scorer. He was England captain, Newcastle captain... He's won the Premier League. Um, not That's unfortunately, but we'll gloss over that bit. Yes, and he's, yes, you know, yes. he's, and it's great to have him back because presumably he probably didn't, there wasn't any need for him to be at the away end during his career because he was either not at the club and then when he was at the club, he was playing. So, and then after that, it was the Mike Ashley era. So this mm-hmm. is kind of the first opportunity he's had to start getting involved. And it was lovely. He'd got some of his family and friends there. It was great to see the respect Um Mm. And um, they were they were winding him up a little bit. Um, I've forgotten his bloody name now. Micka Richards and
0: well, Micka Richards, Gary Lineker. Lineker. Gary yeah. Lineker's
1: name just like fell out of my head. That was really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They were winding him up about the songs and stuff. But he said he absolutely loved it. Which is great. Yeah, to have they've got a some great banter. In them
0: they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's just um, really
1: really important to have him there. It's what we was what we asked for after the oh, takeover. Definitely. Hopefully, we can start integrating legends, ex players ambassadors, you know, Shay yeah. Givens in and around doing a lot as well, which is
0: really important. It's just great to yeah, see. He was, he was over in uh, Saudi yesterday, wasn't he? Uh, Derek says, last time we played Wrexham, we got halfway there four times uh, to hear on the radio that the match had been postponed. Uh, then when they beat us, uh, we met Victoria's Blythe supporters in the M6 services. Sickening. Um, yeah, that was a good while ago, Derek. Jesus. Um, uh, Julie J says, yeah, he was a better player when he left. Talking about Thomason, of course. Um, I like, obviously, our women's team are in the semi-finals today. Yep, they uh, won away at filed four-one. So back to win and ways for Becky's team, and uh, hopefully now onwards and upwards because uh, Burnley, who were uh, challenging them in the league, they lost at Nottingham Forest today. So a brilliant day all round for the for the women's team. So hopefully uh, they've got back to win and ways now and get on another good run and uh, get promoted again. Uh, so hopefully uh, we wish them well. Uh, Slothy says if Fulham played the first 11, they'd have beaten us, but back-to-back away wins and clean sheets. Um, Look, uh, I was very surprised at Marco Silva's team selection yesterday, Alex, because surely, you know, they went out to Liverpool during the week in the semi-finals of the Carabao. Those players would have been itching to get back on the field, I would have thought, and put things right by getting in the next round of the FA Cup. It was a strange decision for me.
1: Hmm... I don't know. I mean, we have a manager that does the opposite, and then okay. our players are tired and get injured. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's a right or wrong answer. Seven I, I wouldn't say
0: a, a bit of a, 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 a bit little bit, bit excessive. A, a, yeah.
1: Okay, the centre half, Tosin. I, I'm not sure why you would need to rotate a centre half. That was mm-hmm. a strange one. Although Diop had a really, really good performance in my opinion. I, yeah, I really liked him well, on, yeah. up on the right wing late on. Like it was interesting. He was yeah. solid. Um, but the center half change, not really necessary. Um, Paulina, I, I, I yeah, too many changes. Although Harry Wilson was a rota- he wrote, he was a rotation. He came in, into well, Harry side Wilson did was very well. The would, player in the first. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, it's hard to say. I think it was more of a fact if he was just basically making, it was, it was 50, it was basically 50, 50. It was a bit of a statement to his owners. He needs a bit mm. more in the market. And B, it was he just needed to rotate because they weren't going to be able to. Maybe they were expecting a bit more intensity from us. Maybe they were they yeah, were expecting possibly. us to be better than we yeah. were, we were we were pretty pants in that first half. So yeah. maybe they were thinking it was going to be a bit more of a fight, and they needed more legs. Um, and it just didn't yeah. turn out like that yeah. at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tune Gamer says uh, once we swapped Longstaff and Miley over, the midfield looked a bit more balanced. Yeah. I, Indeed. But I would have thought Eddie might have. Sort of learnt that from from previous games that um, playing them on that side when he changed it works better. But you know, it it, it did. Well, it's uh, not though. It's been
1: mixed. We've had times where it's been good, long staff left, Miley right, and vice versa. It's um, it has been a bit bit of a mixed yeah. bag with them positionally. So it's it's kind of hard to nail down which way to play
0: them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Craig Hope did route Marco Silver in the post match conference. It was uh, quite hilarious. Oh, yeah, he didn't um, storm out either. There was a huge riffraff uh, about him. Yeah, about him
1: storming out. He didn't. That was literally just the like Lee Ryder and Craig Hope both put that he stormed out. It just looked like he left after the last question.
0: Yeah, it was a bit. A bit unless
1: unless uh, they've cut the end of the press conference off, I don't know. But, but, possibly,
0: but I mean, yeah, that's the only thing uh, I can think of. Yeah. Uh, Toon Barmy says we were so poor at passing, and I crap myself every time they passed it around the six-yard box while being pressed in that first half. Yeah, there was a, a few very nervous times when we tried to do that. But listen, we 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 got through the first twenty minutes, Alex, and then it was it was just sort of Fulham with a lot of possession without really hurting us. Um, you know, we, we we were trying to put some moves together. We we had a couple, to be fair, um, where we, we put some nice moves together. But you know, the the, the final third let us down. Uh, however, Longstaff then pops up and scores a goal uh really really good finish from longstaff with his left foot uh, volleyed into the bottom corner uh a lot of opposition fans claiming that it was a handball by bruno clearly don't know the rules anymore because uh i'm not sure what bruno was supposed to do anyway his hand was in his in a natural place um and it, it just hit his arm but uh, a brilliant finish from longstaff alex
1: yeah, it, it was great. He, he was very aware to it. He, he popped up in the edge of the box. He took it really well on his left foot, and it was a great goal. Um, normally, you would expect them to go over the bar into Rose Ed when it's when it falls to Sean. Um, but you know, th- there have been times he pops up with a couple of season where you know sometimes outside the box where he hits absolute stonkers and they're great. But we we see a lot of him where it's all Rose Ed stuff. So it's. Again, mixed bag, I think, is my phrase of the day. It was a very mixed bag with Sean, but he, he was switched on for that, which was important. <clears throat> in terms of the handball, I'm not quite sure what Lee Dixon was um, was on last night. A bit, bit of a weird one. Well, yeah.
0: a lot of I don't understand the... Um, the yeah, the but right?
1: I, I, I'm pretty sure that a few years ago, we were all saying, if if your hands are in a natural position or if they're tucked in, what are you supposed to do as a player? Whether whether it's in the attacking phase, defending phase, whether you're a defender or a striker, if your hands are tucked in, your arms are tucked in, and they're in a natural position, and you're not trying to hit the ball with it, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, I don't think you should ever be a, a handball. It's it's a ball to hand as we used to do when when you when you were growing up. Everybody played ball to hand. Like if your hands are down by your sides and it hits you, it's ball to hand, and. Obviously, it doesn't. It's not that in the in the current game, but they've changed yeah. it so that it's it's the goal scorer specifically that that would be penalised for that. And I think even that's a bit harsh. If somebody's got their hands by their sides, it, it's not your yeah, fault, that, really, I, is it? You're, you're not you're not gaining an advantage. It's either going to brush your hip or your fingertip or your put or your, the top of your hand? Like, is it really that much difference? Um, exactly. But yeah, no, the letter of the law at the moment. It's it's the assist and Bruno gets an assist for that, which is quite funny. He has been marked down as the as the assister for that goal, um, and I don't quite understand Marco Silva questioning whether it was deliberate or not. Well, his his arm and his forearm was glued to his torso, so
0: well, I can deliberately avoided it. I can understand Marco Silva saying that. You know, it's it's straight after the game. He's raw. He's out of another cup competition. Um, you know, I, I think he is clutching. At straws, by all all means. But I I can understand... I'm just used to a manager that speaks facts. If if
1: Eddie Howe's not sure, he will say, I don't know, I need to review the incident. It could be this, it could be that. He will be very on point with it. Whereas I'm just not used to having other managers just... Well, I guess we are. He's he's behaving like a mini Arteta in a way. But there's just no need for it. Because I kind of like Marco Silva's management style, but I just don't like his whinge in press conferences. I mean, tune Gamer's saying there, we
0: did get an advantage of Bruno's handball. It wasn't a handball. That's what that's what we're saying to him, gave him. It wasn't a handball. It bounced off him. It just so happened it was his arm. But his arm, it, it is not a handball anymore. That is not going to be given as a handball. Um, so you know just the same uh, as ch- if
1: you're the defending player and it hits your arm yeah. or your hand, if it's in a natural position, it's not a handball. It's just it's just hit you. Like, what's the difference?
0: Uh, one player that was uh, by the way, trolls, thank you very much for your super chat. He's uh, he thinks his chat's broken. Um, but uh, hello, Trolls. Uh, we saw the super chat. Ian Fleming, thank you for your super chat as well. Uh, he says, I think our name is on the cup this year. We win without being great and we get a favourable draw. It is our time. Uh, well, I mean, hey, it's the FA Cup. Anything can happen in the FA Cup. Uh, Derek says, Big Dan Byrne took some stick on here last night, ecstatic when he got man of the match. Look, I was giving him pelters first 20 minutes and, I, and rightly so, Derek. He was awful, right? He was terrible. Uh, he, I I don't know, you know, if he had his boots on the wrong way on the wrong feet or what he was falling over. He couldn't pass the ball. He was all over the place, but he got better. And 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 I said that during commentary in the in the game uh, last night that it, it's it's a big hats off to Dan Burn because he, Alex he could have put his head down. He's having a bit of a stinker. He started off badly, but then he got better and he kept going. And of course, the goal would have done him the world of good as well. Um, but he, he did get better, and second half, he got his head to everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's fair for both to be true. So for, there's a lot of people yeah. in the in the Danburn good, Danburn bad, either or camp. Um, it it's okay to be in both. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. You, you can we can all kind of agree that he had a great second half and a bad first half. And, and that's what that's my opinion i thought he was absolutely abysmal in the first half like he need i would have substituted him in the first half i i, I would be a horrible yeah. manager and i would yeah. get fired immediately because i would subplay his first half because i'm i'm just like that um first half he was shocking he was in the wrong position uh he kept getting one- twoed around basically mm. schoolboyed all the time is 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 out his out ball just was non-existent um it was so poor and then second half obviously after the goal. And so his general play was so much better. He, he was competing with his man one-on-one. He was trying to block crosses. He was working well with whoever was wide covering. Um, one thing that was kind of in his favour was for some reason Fulham just kept trying to do wide twitches. And fine, yeah. if you want to ping the ball, high up in the air for Dan Burn to just pluck out. He, he won all of his aerial jewels. And and two right because they, they were solid for him. Um, and then he was more confident going forward as well. A couple of cheeky little overlaps in the second half. Yeah, he's yeah. a confidence player very much, and he was really, really good in the second half. If, if he can, if he can do, we don't need him to score all the time. But if he can do that second half most of the time, that's what we need from you. Track your man, be in the right place. Um, yeah. it, it was, re- it was really, really good. But again, the first half was absolutely shocking. And if you do that against half the teams in the Premier League, we'll get, we'll
0: get destroyed. So, but he wasn't, he wasn't the only one, Consistency from to Dan Burn. Uh Bruno, uh, I've never seen him give the ball away so many times as he did uh, early doors yesterday. I mean, he, yeah. was, he, he was, I think that's probably his poorest game I've seen um, from Bruno. I mean, he, he lost the ball numerous times. He was giving it away in very, very dangerous positions, uh, you know, allowing mm-hmm. Fulham to come back on. It was a very strange performance from Bruno.
1: Yeah, 79% pass accuracy, which I feel like is a little bit lower than his average. I feel like he gets normally gets in the 80s at least. Um, lost possession quite a lot, five out of nine ground jewels. It, one out of three dribbles as well. He was just trying to, trying to be a bit too fancy with certain things, whether it was dribbling or a flick or a trick or even just a pass. Sometimes you've just got to keep it simple. Um, but you know what... <laughs> I kind of don't care because it's what you expect from a player like that. Yeah. Um it, it's the first time I've seen him do that in about what 20 odd matches. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very rare and I feel like I do, I I don't want him to, you know, there's a lot there's probably a lot of people thinking he just needs to keep to the basics, he needs to stick to the basics yeah. and do this this yeah. this. I kind of disagree with that. I feel like just let him do just let him do what he wants. Let him do what he normally does because it works 90% of the time and we get so much benefit from it. He has the odd, the odd... It's the same as Botman. Don't change Botman's game. Let him do what he does. He will, once in 20 matches, he'll steamroll someone and give away a penalty because we yeah. saw it last season. If it's very occasionally, I, I'm quite happy to let that slide. I think it was just a funny day for him. Um, I, I don't want to start changing his game I feel like we just let him do his own thing. And hopefully, if he starts doing this regularly, then yeah, fine. We can have this conversation. Maybe he needs to calm it down and do go back to basics. But Well, interesting you should say
0: that, Alex, because I wonder if Eddie's had a word in his ear telling him, you know, because of the Villa game coming up, because after Villa, we've got some winnable games. I'm just wondering if he if he, maybe told him just to take the edge off a little bit so he was available for the Villa game. I know that sounds a bit strange, but do you see what I mean? Just to... It wasn't tackles, it was
1: his issue. It was just more well, no, it it was passes and yeah, dribbling yeah. that was the
0: issue. I just thought he was a little bit... Well, his whole game, but it, listen, he's not going to... Like I said last night, he's not going to be 10 out of 10 every game. Players, it, no. it, You can't do that. Uh, Slothy makes a good point here. It says, do you think we looked tired again yesterday? Now, I've seen various people saying that, and... Sean Longstaff made a comment, Alex, saying that, um, you know, they were going straight to bed after training a lot of the players because uh, they were exhausted from uh, Eddie putting them through the paces. And then, since obviously Sean said that, a lot of people have come out and said, What the hell is Eddie Howe doing when we're down to the bare bones of a squad? Why is he doing that in training with the team, putting them through the mill? So we, you know, because we, we did look a bit leggy, to be fair, yesterday. Um, but I don't know whether that's all down to training. But with Longstaff saying that, it, it it's it's a little bit strange.
1: Mm, possibly a, a just a Freudian slip. Like the, their workload would be managed accordingly. They would have rest days. They would. I don't know. I I, I don't think I don't think we can put two and two together there and, and just say he's overtraining them. No, but I think, you see why some fans would though. I can see why fun some fans would. Yeah, hundred percent. However, I think that's just Sean just saying something that's. That's also true. I think both are true. I think he probably they were probably worked very hard in training and he's knackered, which is fine. But he's also that there will have also been scheduled breaks, rest, recovery sessions, and all your typical physio massages, ice baths and and recovery sessions and whatever it is they do in in combination. It 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 will have been structured. He's just I think it's just something he said in an interview that we, we probably shouldn't dig too deep into. Um and, and I feel like a lot of the legginess is just down to the personnel. It, it's, it's Murphy only just coming back on top of having Miley and, and Longstaff, who are not the fastest. Well, and Bruno. All of those three yeah. midfielders are not very zippy at all. Low, low agility. Well, Bruno's got good agility, but there's just no acceleration there. The other two haven't got particularly good agility either. Um, You're miss You're missing a power midfielder. There's no... Anderson, Willock or Joe Linton. Nobody that can kind of put their foot down and they're gone and they're powerful. We, we haven't got anybody dynamic with a bit of zip about them currently, especially in the middle of the park. Um, and then when you when you combine that with Bruno misplacing a few passes, Cher lost the ball a few times, a few poor passes. It mm-hmm. starts to look really leggy. We can't get hold of the ball. Um, I think it was a combination of the passes were rusty and there was no zip in midfield. But that's just purely down to personnel. Um, yeah, you know, we miss it. The, the three, well, Antonali, the four, four of our most dynamic midfielders are all currently not available. Um, We've got the three that are the slightly more static ones. Obviously, Bruno's probably the most energetic of those three. But yeah, yeah. there's not. We're just missing that at the moment.
0: Now, mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, there was a lot of talk before the match, Alex. To Two of the players that have been uh, massively linked with moves away from the club in recent days, Captain Jamal Lascelles and of course uh, Miggy Almiron, both missing from the squad yesterday. Uh, apparently, Miggy's ill. Uh, a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff with Miggy, because you know we see him going at the RVI on Thursday. Um, we mm. then see his, his partner put a post on Instagram with a face mask on, saying she's got the lurgy. Um, You know, is he? And then he's saying he's genuinely ill. Um, I'm not so sure. I'm on the fence with it, I have to say. A lot of fans are saying he's away, he's gone. Um, But Eddie made a very interesting point. I don't know whether you picked up on this, Alex, but when he said that uh, he was talking about the transfers and he says, I don't know anything else about it, I'm one place removed from all of that, which indicates to me that he is not having anything to do with transfers at the football club and that's going to be down to Ashworth. I don't know whether you picked up on that, but I certainly did when he said, I'm one step removed from all that business. Indicating that maybe he doesn't have...
1: I just (laughs) interpret that. What does he mean by
0: one step removed?
1: So that he can focus on coaching the team. Um, I think he will be involved in general they will identify personnel and eddie haples will kind of of course he's going to be involved in these meetings he has been to date i don't know why he would suddenly be excluded i think he needs to be involved somewhat um yeah and then he's you know about choosing who he likes within reason of course they're going to hold his opinion and it's going to be like almost like a vote he's going to put his name down and say right well, I kind of out of everything that's been scouted and we've all discussed my preferences are xyz and they will take that into consideration so he's going to be involved somewhat and when they tell yeah. him right we 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 need to possibly sell xyz these are what offers could come in this is what has come in he will be aware of that he's just not going to be getting updates amanda's not going to call him every morning and go by the way Eddie this has just happened and this is just... obviously not he's one step removed because he knows the gist of it and he's probably been informed in most of that but he's not going to be told all the time um you know he's probably aware that miggy may or may not go and then he'll be updated depending on what the situation is i'm sure he's thrown his his hat in the ring and said my preference is I want Miggy to either not go or go, and the owners will know that, and you know they'll they'll factor that in. Uh So when when it's one step removed, I don't think I don't I don't think it's what you've said in that he's just got nothing to do with it. I think he's got loads to do with it, but then he's just updated, and his his opinion is considered, and that's
0: it, and then he. I think his opinion will definitely be considered. It just I I wonder if they're going down the line of letting him deal with it. Um, You know, letting Eddie get on with the coaching. Uh, Well, look Mm. who it is. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> w- w- Mr. Billy Bob, where have you been? Uh, Zedland, I believe. Ah, okay. Uh, geez, I mean, was the man united start- game really that boring? Was it? Yeah, but honest to god, yeah. How did it finish 4 2 to Man United? But uh, the Man United fans aren't happy, uh, at all. Uh, at all. But uh, it's quite funny, right? Um, David says, uh, you reckon Miggy has gone on the sick to stop a transfer. To stop a transfer. That's an interesting one. Um, people are forgetting that Fulham were at home and pressing well and playing with real intensity. Uh, Barry the Bases, uh, Paul, Eddie is weeding out the weak. Only the strong shall survive. Uh, oh, Christ, are we in a Hollywood movie here? Um, look, I, I, it, I mean, Billy, we just talking about Eddie's comments about um, transfers. Yeah. Uh, and and when he said last night that he was uh, he says when he was asked about Miggy, and then he said I, I, I'm not part of that I'm a step removed um now I've took it as maybe saying that he the trying to maybe focus Eddie on the on the coaching and Dan Ashworth does the transfers Alex thinks that um it's it's possibly that Eddie will still have a say but he's a step removed because at the end of the day the, the, the final call comes from the ownership so where do you, where do you stand on that comment?
2: And I've thought for a while that he's not 100% involved in transfers, mainly because of Lewis Hall and how it's kind of used him and or not yeah, used yeah. him more yeah. to the point. Yeah. Um, I'm guess he would still have some kind of a say because you now he's not going to absolutely want anyone that doesn't want at all in the squad. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm guessing he's asked for somebody to add to the squad and, and he's been told, well, you can't unless you sell someone. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's basically the only reason why he, he wants... He, haven't sell somebody yeah yeah I don't yeah. think Mickey is going I think that's I think that's I think that's I think that's perfectly obvious to me mm. I mean it's a massive coincidence if he's actually ill and well is, I mean we just and...
0: saying we just saying before Billy is his, his girlfriend's put a poster on Instagram well, in, um, a mask. Yeah. In, in a mask and saying she's uh she's out of fettle and um but I, I still don't understand the whole RVI hospital thing. I, I I'm I'm puzzled by that um Listen, for all we know, he could have been going to visit a, a fan or something like that. You know, a fan's written to them saying somebody's seriously in a hospital. Would he mind going to visit? But then he had an entourage of Newcastle staff with him. Uh, it's weird. It is It is very, very can, can weird. Can I just
1: add add something to that? I, I don't think it's going to be as simple as he's been told. I don't think he would just be told, oh, we've got to sell someone. I don't think it's going to be as, as blunt as that. Obviously, yeah. when we saw the documentary, Eddie Howe was at Gen, at these general meetings with the ownership, um, with Darren Eels showing off PowerPoint presentations, he was part of all of that. He was there, yeah. so I I would assume he's he's been involved somewhat in in these bigger conversations of how much have we got to spend, what's the situation with everyone's contract, what's this, what's that. I don't think it's just going to be a case of like with some ownership groups where it's just they're just going to call up and say no or this or that. I don't think it's going to be that blunt because anyhow, I don't think they go from how much he was involved 12 months ago, what that we've seen in the documentary to absolutely nothing. Here's a phone call. We've got to do this or that. Like surely, surely it's probably somewhere in the middle of maybe he's not quite as involved as he was because we brought in people, um, you know, in the sort of middle ground, we've got sort of a, a technical director and a few different other positions we've hired for, so I probably think it's somewhere in the middle that he's not just going yeah, to get yeah, a random. Yeah. Oh, we've got to, we've got a sell, and then you can have him. It, it will be he's probably part of some meetings, and he knows generally what the gist is. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to get uptight. or oh, they won't give me a player. He'll know the financial.
0: Background, yeah. of what's going on? I just think it's because there's so much uncertainty going on at the minute, Alex, with the funds. We're sort of looking left, looking right. We're not getting anything at the minute. So, it's I think just they're very the...
1: transparent and open with him. I think he's, I think he's not just yeah, being yeah. told
0: this or that. Um,
1: especially, just look at the documentary. Again, he was fully involved in the Gordon transfer and he was at all the meetings. I can't imagine that it's gone from all of that to absolutely sod all
0: like it's oh, got to be. Think be in the it. No, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I think you still have a little bit of a say without a doubt. Um, Ruffyard Benissian says the RVI could be a medical, as Saudi Club may want independent facility to do it and not any facility we <laughs> use for a medical. There is a possibility that they that, do him. have the RVI does have private services in that hospital as well, though. So I need to point that out. Uh, everybody's talking about, you know, oh, it's an NHS hospital. They do have uh, private facilities at the RVI, So it, it, it's not that, you know, anything like that may not happen. Um, uh, Kenny says, according to another channel, both have been sold. Uh, well, Kenny, name that channel. We, which channel is out there saying that they've been sold? Please tell us because they haven't been. Until Newcastle United tell you they've been sold, they're not sold. So let tell us. I mean, it's 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 just stupid. Um,
1: well, even even if even if they get it right, and there is something in agreement, and they know an agent or they know a friend, and they know, maybe you know people maybe know the family of players, it still doesn't mean it's hundred percent because there might be medical complications, final final complications yeah. with the contract. You know, there's always things that can go wrong. We've seen yeah. many of transfers go wrong in the final day. So even if somebody does hit the nail on the head, still might not be correct. Look what happened with Ekitike.
0: Yeah. This is why we wait until day dot because it, it could go wrong. Well, Kenny's saying um, Magpie Channel. Matty, Matty is not going to bullshit anybody, and uh, you know I know I don't Matty. Think he and he's did he? Right? I think he said no. I think he, he thinks they're gone. He didn't say they've gone. Yeah, he said maybe. Um, just that's why I was asking because it, maybe they've gone. He, he hasn't said they're definitely gone. I know for a fact he hasn't. I think um, he thinks they've gone, which he's entitled to have that opinion. I'm not sure he's trying to
1: tell everyone it's a dead cert. He's just yeah, giving yeah. everyone his opinion. Which is opinion. fine,
0: like yeah, absolutely, exactly. I mean, look, it's my opinion that I think they've gone, but they yeah. haven't. If you know we don't have, have any haven't. proof, but yeah, exactly. That That's my opinion. I think they are being sold as to why they weren't in the squad yesterday. But that's I, I agree opinion. with you to be fair, and I may be very wrong on that, Billy. I think your opinion is the same yeah. you, is you think they've, they're, they're being sold as well. Now, if they're not, fine. Well, not fine because I think we need to sell some players to bring some in, but um, I think. My personal belief is that they are getting solved, um, and Newcastle United are just winging it yesterday just to gloss over it. But you know, and, and I've seen lots of stories about Callum Wilson to to Chelsea today. I mean, who? That's come from absolutely nowhere. There's no media reports of that. It's just, it's just fan it rumours, basically. I, yeah. I think
1: the biggest, um, the biggest for me, the biggest indicator was how Eddie Howe. Reference that Mickey wasn't there, because normally he keeps pretty quiet unless he's asked. Um Whereas he made a he made a conscious effort to explain why Mickey wasn't there and that he was ill, and that's normally not the way he answers questions. And I feel like that's an accidental slip of something's happening. Yeah, I, I've I got agree. N- nothing, nothing to base that on. There's no yeah, proof it, there. It I just feel yeah. like it's. Yeah. It's just not how he normally answers questions. He normally sits off and waits for the questions, but he went—he yeah. literally went in with "Miggy is ill," da da da. He he wanted to get that very in very
2: defensive very quickly. It's a bit weird um, for me, and yeah. he did that little smirk when he said it as well. You know, he, he did. He so did well, well, yeah. smirk.
0: Yeah, as if to say, you know, I, I, this is what I've. This is I'm torn the party line by saying This it was a kind of smirk but like that, wasn't it? Like, could be an actual I mean, smirk. We, uh, we we all pack them smirk in medicine, everything don't could
2: we? Be. So. Yeah. We could be adding two and two and getting five, but absolutely, it's a, massive, it's a massive coincidence that the two players that are most likely to leave both are out of the squad because yeah. of the illness or injury. Mm, yeah, to me, it's a, it's a massive coincidence.
0: Yeah, um, Dan Robinson, thank you for being a member for two months now. He says, I think Howe is involved to an extent. Uh, he would tell Ashworth the type of player he wants for certain positions, and Ashworth will find a selection. Um, yeah, I, I, look, I, I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate here, it's just you know, their are discussion points because of of what's been going on. Uh, guys, we've got uh, over 1,100 watching tonight on a Sunday evening. And that is incredible. Thank you so much for your support tonight, guys. Please do hit that like button for us and keep us up there in the search results on YouTube. And don't forget, if you are new to the channel, bottom right-hand corner, click uh, the logo and click subscribe. We are so close to 27,000 subscribers. Uh, Please do subscribe and we can get there very, very soon indeed. Keep the Super Chats coming in as well, and that will guarantee your comments to be read straight out. And of course, we are starting the giveaways from tomorrow, so you need to be a member for that. Uh, So click the Join button just underneath the three of us to become a member of the channel. Right, before we go into the the, the player ratings... um, Murphy came back yesterday, guys, and had a, had a glorious opportunity in the first five or six minutes. Uh, really fluffed it. That was that was old school Murphy, that, when he fluffed that opportunity. Um, but then 10, 15 minutes later, he, he springs away. Yes, it was offside, but he absolutely buried it. Um, what did you make of, of Murphy's comeback yesterday, Billy? I think there was signs that he... His legs were pretty good, but I think he was very rusty. I
2: think there was, you know, I think it was, it was fairly evident that he hadn't played for a while. And I think it, it's going to take him a game or two to get back into the swing of things. And I think it'll be better for that game on, on Tuesday if he plays Tuesday yeah. or whenever he next plays, it would be better for that. But it was mm. definitely a, 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 an appearance that showed he hadn't played for a long time.
0: Mm. Uh, Alex, what do you reckon? Because I thought it was difficult for Murphy yesterday because he was, I don't think. Had Miggy been there, that Murphy would have started. I think he would have been on the bench. I don't think it was a plan to start him straight away, but we had no other choice basically, apart from maybe Livermento, But uh, we'll gloss over that. Uh, what did you think of Murphy's performance? Um,
1: I mean, it's what you would expect. He's been out yeah. for a while. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine with it. Not a problem for me. I mean, yeah, miss time. 24 minutes runs. in the
0: can. You know, that's got to be a yeah, plus play, yeah.
1: hasn't it? I, I referenced in the preview, I thought he'd come on for the last 20 minutes. So for him to mm. start and get 75 is loads. Um, and it, for me, that's absolutely fine. When you come at, Fair enough, it wasn't a lower body injury. It was the shoulder. But, you know, match fitness, especially, he was playing a lot. In the last two seasons, Murphy played 30, 33 appearances and 36 appearances last year. He's been used quite a lot. Um, he's not always the starter. It's him and Miggy have, have rotated a lot. But, it's absolutely fine. He, he you know, it, there were a couple of passes, a couple of runs. The timing of certain things weren't particularly on point, which which you would fully expect because he's he's not been playing. Um, I've got full full faith that he'll be absolutely fine in a few weeks' time. He yeah. just needs that time. Um, you know, he's not he's not an elite winger, but he definitely proves people wrong. I mean, I've just brought his FB ref up just for myself, and to be fair to him. The top three statistical matches are actually Embuemo, uh, Rafinha, and Phil Foden, which I was not expecting. I've not looked at his profile in a while, um, Jesus but he's still Christ. got us four goal contributions this season. So yeah, he's yeah. only played he's only played 120 minutes in the Premier League, one goal, three assists, and mm. an assist in the Champions League as well. So I <laughs> if, think if the, if, if you, the situation with Miki is
0: as we think, I think that he plays, he starts again. Uh, at Villa on Tuesday night, if if the situation mm-hmm. with Miggy is what we think it is, therefore well, we need. I um, think getting this absolutely, but getting seventy four minutes in the tank on Saturday will have done him the power of good. Um yeah, Because but we need whatever,
1: a- whatever happens with Murphy, I, th- I think there's an extra conversation here in that he's contracted until twenty twenty seven. Um, we we are obviously going to buy a better winger than we've got currently, and I think that's going to be for Miggy. So Murphy, I think, is going to be the number two, regardless. We need him, he's still got three years left in his contract. So, mm-hmm. Murphy, we need to keep him happy. I think I think he is happy. I don't think we need to keep him happy. I think he just loves being at the club anyway, which Absolutely. is fine. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but yeah, we've got to we've got to keep faith
0: with him because I think he is gonna be here for another two or three years. So mm, indeed. Uh right, let's move on to the player ratings then. And guys, please take part in the chat with your player ratings. Let us know if you agree uh with us or not. Uh, or not just that, just put your player ratings in there. Uh, we'll start off with, we'll, we'll try and get through these as quick as possible, Alex. Um, so we'll start we'll start off with Martin Dubravka, Billy. Yeah, I thought he was okay. Yeah, he made good saves. Looks better with the ball
2: at his feet. Um, still doesn't command the box as Pope does. I mean, there's one episode where he didn't give uh, Sven Bottman a shout and and he didn't jump and him and he's got to the ball for him could have scored, Just put the ball over the over the top. So yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. give him a seven.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, look, Alex was saying before, there's certain things Debravka does that Pope doesn't and vice versa. So, yeah. uh, you know, they're very good at doing the, the, the things that they're good at. Um, Debravka, I'll give a seven as well. I mean, he, listen, he made a brilliant save in the first half, but what other saves did he have to make? There was one powder puff shot in the second half, which basically never tested him at all. Um, and that was it, uh, for me. A seven is a, is a good score for Martin De Bruyne. He's looking a lot more confident as well. Alex?
1: Um, I disagree with you guys. I, I think he deserves a touch higher than that. I'm going to give him an eight. I think he's okay. playing out from the back was, was really, really solid. I think if Nick Pope plays that game, I think he makes a mistake in some of those phases. Um, plucked the ball out of the air a couple of times, stayed focused, good save.
0: I think he deserves an eight. I thought it was it was better than better than a seven. Okay. Uh, before we move on, I just wanted to get your thoughts, Alex, uh, on Nusa going to Brentford. What do you make of that? Well, I mean, they're
1: the money ball team, aren't they? They're very, they're the most data driven team in the league, and they try and get value for money. And he he is a he's a he's a i say there's no safe bets in football because it's not the same as baseball you just mm. it, there's no guarantees it's far more open sport um yeah. but it's he's talented it would it, it's good for it's good to improve sort of pr and oh. and and um advertising and stuff with with a young talented norwegian player he's highly rated we've already talked about him before yeah yeah it's it's yeah. it's maybe we maybe we were never in for
0: him. Maybe it was just me. Well, I, uh, I, 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 exactly. I mean, you, we never know, right? We'll move on to Kieran Trip. Yeah, uh, Alex. Um, <laughs>
1: tricky. I'll give him a. I'm gonna give him a seven. I want to give him an eight, but I'm not gonna give him an eight because he kept hitting the front man, uh, with the corners. However, Ooh, I love the delivery. Harsh. yeah a couple of times he was out of position and a couple of poor corners but but then a few good set pieces uh i don't feel like they were yeah they they were they were good improved set pieces to a point um and a few decent defensive contributions he had to try and uh change how he played because murphy was kind of not necessarily wide covering he kept going inside so Trippier. Uh, it, it changed the way Trippy had to defend a little bit because he doesn't defend the same way as Miggy Murphy doesn't. So um, mm. he got he plucked a few things out of the air back post, which is solid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is seven harsh? I feel like seven's fair based on what well, he did.
0: Hey, it's, it's your opinion, really. It's your, it's your, uh, it's your vote. I'm going for an eight uh, because I think his, his set pieces were a lot better yesterday. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Trippier. I think he's starting to uh, get back to. You know, he's starting to improve his form again, uh, and we can definitely see that. Um, and I was I was really pleased with his comments after the game as well, by the way. Uh, just need to mention them. Um, he, 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 he's basically very happy here. There's nowhere else he would want to be, which is uh, fantastic uh, if you're a Newcastle United fan. Uh, Billy Bob? No, I thought it was close to his best myself. I thought, no mistakes.
2: The set pieces generally were pretty good, apart from a couple that didn't get the first near post. But get, I guess if, you, if you're aiming for that near post, it's hard to get mm-hmm. in cock on every time. But in the main, they were really good and two goals came from set pieces. So I'm going to give them a nine.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mark Lines, thank you very much for your super chat. Your first ever one on the channel. Thank you so much, matey. There's no comment there, but uh, thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Uh, right. Across to the left-hand side, uh, Dan Byrne. Um, uh, Billy, I'm giving you this one first. Well, if it had marked him win his performance after thirty minutes, it'd have been
2: a one over two. He was absolutely mm. dire the first half an hour. Yeah, like his boots were on the wrong feet. Mm. Then he had a bang on. He he, he got kind of I thought it was a foul myself.
0: Yeah, made an arch yeah.
2: in front of him and yeah. he went straight on his back yeah. like he did before. Mm. And after that, he was he was fine. He was very very good. He was sound. He, was, he he was winning lots of things. Then of course he scored. So despite having a really bad half an hour to start the game, I'm gonna give him an eight.
0: Oof oof, Uh, I'm going for a seven uh, for basically the same reasons as you, Billy, to be honest. Um, You know, if we were marking after 20, 25 minutes, it would have been a a zero for me. It was was terrible. Uh, But I thought he he got better and better as the game went on. And the clearances from, you know, Fulham's set pieces in that second half, uh, was sensational. He, I mean, that he made one jump, Billy, that we both commented on. That he, he jumped, he was about five foot in the air higher than anyone else that had jumped. It was just an incredible leap. Um, so yeah, uh, seven for me, Alex.
1: Uh, I agree with Billy. I'm going to give an eight. Um, I hated the first half performance from him, it was abysmal. Um, but then he did everything right in the second half, he was plucking things out of the air, he won. Uh, five ground jewels and all four aerial jewels. He was so so solid, positionally, jewels overlaps scored a goal, passes, runs, looked more confident. It was all there in the second half. Um, so I, I feel like that drags it up to an eight. It's in, I, I understand why you've given him a seven, but we never normally see an, an, all, an all-round performance from him, and the second half was very all-round. Like I liked a lot of what I saw, so.
0: Well like I said earlier I think it's it's great that he didn't fold you know he had a rank bad start of the game but he didn't hide he 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 he, he stayed strong and he got better as the game went on. Uh, okay cross into the middle Fabian Shear Alex.
1: Mm. I'll give him a 6. Uh, we kept a clean sheet and he was part of that I guess but he lost the ball in some dangerous areas. Uh, his passing wasn't quite what it normally is 76% pass accuracy still six uh-huh. accurate long balls which is great but um against a better team the sort of things he was doing gets punished so yeah. i can't give him any more than a six it was he got off kind of lucky him and him and bruno again those kinds of mistakes that they were both making we we don't get freebies against better teams so uh-huh. yeah six for sure
0: yeah certainly needs to uh, to be better um Billy? Yeah, I agree. I think six is a good score for Um
2: defensively solid, but just doing things in the long areas of the pitch, overconfidence, over cockiness, little flicks definitely could play some trouble. Yeah. He wasn't as guilty as it as, as, as other members in the side, but he was guilty of it on a few occasions, so six.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gone for exactly the same. Um six for me. I thought some of his passing was was way off. Normally when he hits a hits a pass like he does um you guaranteed it will it will land at the feet of that player last night they were over the head they were not in the right place um defensively i thought he was all right he, he defended like normal um but he's got to be better um coming out uh, Botman now. Uh, I'm going to give Botman a nine. I thought Botman was superb last night. I, honestly, this guy is a superstar. Um, and, and if there's one guy that we we do not want to sell, it is Fent Botman. He was absolutely. This guy can go on to great things. I think he's a future captain of Newcastle United. Um, and if he wants to, I think he could be an absolute legend at this football club. Uh, he's still very young, but by God, the man has incredible talent. Uh, he was just superb last night. So a nine for me. Alex
1: uh, I'm gonna give him an eight but I, I agree I thought he was incredible um, one thing that I need to point out I'm, I'm also gonna mark grant down or whoever was in control of the social media yesterday because somebody somebody tweeted out on, on behalf of the club's account that he would he'd won all of his aerial jewels and then after that he didn't win a single one so he won one out of five aerial jewels um, mm-hmm. don't Commentator's curse seems to apply to Twitter as well. Don't tweet things yeah. about game stats because it will go wrong. Um, and he, he did. There were a few squeaky bum time moments against Jimenez when he came on where Botman wasn't getting there. Uh, it, could have, it could have gone bad. So let's not do that again, Grant, with with the Twitter. Let's just... Because we're tempting fate there a little bit, aren't we? Um, but yeah, the rest of it, 90% yeah. pass accuracy, all of his ground jewels, Rolls Royce solid. I'm going to give him an eight, but... I'm just a little bit wary of the headers late on. That, that We could have been punished for that. So I don't think that quite gets him a nine in my
2: book. Yeah, Billy? Yeah, the one I remember him not getting to is the one where he didn't know that Jimenez was behind him and he didn't jump. And basically, he, didn't, he wasn't giving a shout from De Well, It looked that way anyway. I mean, he should have been giving a shout for away. He didn't even jump. And uh, Jimenez stepped in, got a header to it, jumped above him from behind him. He didn't know who was there. Put over the bar, but apart from that, I thought it was exemplary, so I would give him an eight as well. Yeah, I thought it was
1: the reverse, it. I thought he got a shout and thought he was no. supposed to leave it. I thought it was his way around. Did,
0: did you see his reaction to Dubravka after the ball went over the did bar? He, went he went around, absolutely,
1: like, he, I, I don't know if it, it was yeah. that he shouted and maybe there was just oh, a yeah, miscommunication. Real yeah,
0: real. yeah. Oh, uh, well, we will never find out, but um, interesting. Uh, right, uh, let's move into the midfield. Uh, we'll start with uh, Bruno, uh, Alex. I mean, that's an easy
1: one. I feel like I've set the precedent with Cher with a six. I'm going to give Bruno a six as well for exactly the same reasons. Mm. Reason Reasonably good, but then a few too many flicks and tricks. Lost the ball in dangerous areas. We could have been punished against better opposition.
0: Just a flat six. I think you've been generous, Alex. To be honest, I'm giving him a five. I think he was. I think that's the poorest I've seen Bruno in a long time. Um, But like I said earlier, he's allowed the off game every now and again. Um, But I think, you know, as much as he misses Longstaff when Longstaff isn't there, I think by God he misses Joe Linton in that midfield uh, because he's having to take on all the physicality um, and. You know, but but yesterday wasn't about physicality for me. It was about his his play on the ball. I think he he was sloppy in possession. He was he was losing the ball quite easily, especially just outside his own penalty area, which which worried me to a degree. Um, but it, we know he's a lot better than that. An uh, off game, and we move on. Billy,
2: Well, I think the break that we've had come come at the wrong time for him because I think he was in perfect, superb form before, before that. Mm. I think he, he looked a little rusty yesterday, and he, his control wasn't great at times. His concentration wasn't great either. But as the game went on, I thought he got better. But yeah, he's got to stop doing those flicks and, and just in front of the back four because it just yeah. leaves him in big yeah. trouble. And he did it three or four times yesterday, maybe more. Yeah. I'm going to give him a six.
0: Yeah. Uh, PL Rich says it could be yellow card nerves. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe something was said to him. We, we spoke about that earlier. Uh, Southern Jordy says that green kit is vile. I can't wait to get it gone. I hate it. I mm, And Alex, you know, I- know what? I took, I, 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 need to issue an apology again to you, because when you said at the start of the season that it could mix us up with the, the green turf, that game kicked off yesterday, and I swear to God, I didn't know who was who for Newcastle. All I yeah. was seeing was glass and green, and it was really doing my head in yesterday, um, so yeah, mm. I, I absolutely despise the damn thing. Um, it's uh,
1: not that I knew it it's purely it's purely because the Polish team that I watched chlonsk Wrocław, they play in green as well so it was yeah, it was yeah, only yeah. because I'd had experience of it and it's yeah the amount of times I mean I've already got a bet on with all with all of you that and all the viewers that we will pass to the advertising board before the season's up it's not well, happened yet, but
0: like yesterday well, was we, pretty close. We, we, we did it a few times yesterday in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> I think uh, we we'll have a green
2: kit every time we have a, every, every we have a new kit. I think there's going to be one every time. I don't
0: mind the I white with the green in. in. I, I don't mind that. It's just the green Yeah, we need in. to I do mean, the reverse of it. Keep the green elements, yeah, but it needs to be
1: yeah. reversed, because it's not... It's just... It, it's Yeah, it, it's not good. They, the lads can't
0: see each other. Yeah, uh, I don't know what Dressman's talking about, saying we won, guys. Give it a rest. I mean... What? So it's all it's all sunflowers and rainbows for you? Yesterday was it? Really? Mm. I'm sorry, but I, I'm not putting up for this anymore. I'm, I, you know, I got abuse from that video I did on Friday morning, and some awful abuse about. I, I've explained it yesterday about my illness and everything like that, and and how people are saying, "Oh, Paul's Parkinson's is affecting his brain now; he's not talking." Then he sent being really nasty and crap like that. I don't care anymore, right? I'm going to say how I feel, and I'm not going to let any comments get to me like that again on any videos, because it's absolute bollocks. I'm entitled to say what I want to say. If you don't like it, fine. But put it in a constructive way, and we'll have a discussion about it. Don't insult me, and don't go for me illness, because that's pathetic. But when you come out with, give it a rest, we won, why do we need to give it a rest? Why would you say that? Yes, we won, but it wasn't great yesterday. It really wasn't. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to start being perfectly frank. If you don't like it, don't watch. Simple as that. But this channel's always been about being honest and giving honest opinions. And I'm. that's how we are. We're not going to blow flowers up anybody's arse if we didn't play very well. Of course, we're glad we won. Of course, we're really pleased we're in the next round. But Jesus Christ, you know, you can't say that it was a fantastic performance because it wasn't. And if we play like that at Villa Park, we will get bullets up the arse, well and truly. So, you know, come on. Let's just be honest and just say it was a, not a great performance, but we did enough to win. And that's the main thing at the end of the day. It's a fan channel and we're entitled to opinions. But if you're going to come on and insult me and insult me illness, piss off. Simple. Anyway, where were we? Yeah. Uh, Lewis Smiley, <laughs> Philly. Lewis Smiley, yeah.
2: Um, I thought it was okay. He's not physically the most strong. He's not quick, but he looked a lot better when he went for the left-hand side than what Longstaff did. And it was the mirror image of what happened to to be honest. Uh, I'll give him a seven. Alex?
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. I think they're... That- I don't know. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in an R in between a six and a seven. I feel like it's a tricky one to mark. I mean, I, I always feel like I've got to factor his age into his rating. And I feel like I'm gonna stop doing that now. I'm just gonna rate him based on him. Um, because we all we all know how young he is. So, but yeah, I think seven's fair 86% passing accuracy, four out of ten ground jewels. Three successful long balls. He chased a couple of lost causes to the byline, which I liked. But yeah, he's still got a lot of growing to do. He needs to improve his physicality and his speed. Hopefully we can get the second one. Um, but yeah, it was okay. It's one, again, it's one of those where we just can't have Miley and Longstaff on at the same time. It's got to be one or the other, but that's yeah. not Miley's fault. He, he was okay.
0: Yeah. I, I'm going to give him a six. Uh, I thought he was middle of the road yesterday. Miley did what he had to do. Uh, and, and to be honest, you know, sometimes, I mean, there was there was a couple of instances, Billy, that we were we were commentating on, Billy, when uh, he was a couple of balls he was trying to run onto. He looked very lethargic sometimes and he wasn't going to get there. And then I think he had a good opportunity to play um, He's Isak up. in a couple of times mm-hmm. and his passing was off uh, because if his passing was bang on yesterday, Isak would have been through on goal three times of the runs he made. Yeah. Oh, um, so I think that just needs a little, you know, but uh, come on. Miley's improving all the time. He's going to be an absolute world. Uh, he's growing
2: by a long way. You know? and it, 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 I think he'll get quicker with, it, with age, if I'm honest. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, right, let's move on to Sean stuff, Alex. Really hard
1: one to mark because I absolutely hated, I hated most of the game for, for how he played. He just, it reminds me of how Willock used to play in midfield when it was still Bruce or very early days of how, where Willock would just kind of shadow people pretend to tackle well obviously he doesn't do that anymore but Longstaff was doing that a lot for me yesterday it really irritated me um but then after the hour mark he got a bit more into the game he drew two fouls late on as well because he was positioned well with the ball he, he switched on in the last half an hour as did most of them to be fair um i don't know what Eddie said he must have said something because they all suddenly you know started playing a bit better um 94 passing accuracy half of his jewels. So on paper he was really solid. I just felt that there was a lot missing, but he scored a goal. So I hate this one. I don't want to mark him. <laughs> I don't know. It's another one uh I'll give I'll give him an eight, but I, I hate it. I hate giving him an eight because there was so much wrong with his performance yesterday. But there was there was good stuff in the final half an hour and he scored a goal. Yeah, so I, yeah
0: it doesn't it doesn't really sense that Alex there was a lot wrong with his game but you're giving him an eight
1: Yeah, because, again, he misplaced two passes the entire game. So he was very careful with the ball, unlike everyone else. Yeah. Um, And he scored a goal. You know, he he scored the first goal, which was really important for us. So I I feel like he gets lots of points for that. But I really hated a lot of what he did. So it's it's a really tricky one to mark. I'm not sure. I don't even even know. I feel like it could be anywhere between a five and an eight. I've got
0: no idea. I think (laughs) most people probably feel the same. Yeah. Uh, Toonman144, thank you for your two years of membership. Uh, really, really nice of you to support us for that long. Thank you. Great show as always, lads, says Toonman. Thank you very much, buddy. Uh,
2: Billy? Yeah, I think Longstaff was a real benefactor of the tactical switch that put him onto the right-hand, right-hand side eight. He was lost it in the left and knocked off the ball easy. Um, but when he went to the right, I thought he got more involved. I thought, yeah, I thought he had a good physical game from then on. And of course, he scored. So I'm going to give him. A, happy to give him an eight.
0: Uh, I'm going to go for a seven. Um, I think he took his goal brilliantly. Uh, absolutely superb on his left foot. Uh, but again, I think you know there's certain times that he's just knocked off the ball very easily. It, it, he's very slow sometimes when he's got the ball. It, it happened in our penalty area uh, in the second half yesterday. He switched off. And he, he, he got caught in the box. It didn't come to anything, obviously. But, it, you know, he's got to be careful, man. He really has. Um, right, let's move on to front three. Uh, Anthony Gordon, Billy? Yeah, strange game. Started really well. Then got kicked
2: and then went out of it for 50, 50 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the game, he was back to where he was when he started. So, yeah, yeah. looked really dangerous in them occasions when he did get the ball late on and also at the beginning. So, yeah, I think I'll give him a seven. Okay, Alex?
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think six would be too harsh. I think seven's probably fair. Um, just a little bit off the pace with the final ball or the final decision. Um, he went, he went missing for the middle of the game, but then, like, yeah, exactly what Billy said. He was bright at both, both ends of the match. But yeah, maybe not his best performance. Uh, mm-hmm. But one thing that me and me and Billy did mention last night, and I think it's worth pointing out. Obviously, we'll get to Isak, but him and Isak. Uh, normally are absolutely blown out their ass about 70 75 minutes because of how we play and the lack of rotation options. Uh they both were all right. You know you you watch them sort of 70, 75, 80 minutes, they were both fine. They were sprints, they looked okay back in position, back in shape. I, I like that. I feel like I'm going to keep him as a seven just because I'm happy to see the fitness is there, which is really important.
0: Uh, yep, I'm going for I'm going for a six. Um I, I thought he could have done better on occasions. There was one uh, I think you remember Billy Wave was 2 on 2 uh, took the wrong option, tried to cut back inside of, uh, I think it was Diop at the time, and uh, Diop managed to clear it for a corner. Uh, certain decision-makers. But listen, I, I think he, those two, when he got those tackles in the first 10 minutes, he was sliced down twice, and the referee did nothing. Didn't even speak to the Fulham players. And I thought that had an effect on Anthony Gordon as well, thinking yeah. if they're going to come in at me like that, I'm getting no protection. I've got to be careful what I'm doing here. And I think it put him off his game a little bit. Uh, just my thoughts, though. I mean, it, it might not have, but uh, it's it's just interesting that the referee didn't even speak to them. Uh, anyway, let's move to the other side and uh, Jacob Murphy, Alex. Um, I only
1: give him a five. I only give him a five. And I think that's generous. Um, but again, I feel like it's Fair and warranted because he's just come back from injury. He's a bit rusty. I don't think he was probably supposed to start this game. I think he was probably meant to play the last 20 or 30 minutes. So this is a yeah. big ask and it's it's it. of course this was going to happen. But he didn't win a yeah. single duel. He tried four. He lost all of them. Seventy. He only made 10 passes for the whole time he was on the pitch. Um, timing of the runs wasn't great. I mean, but again, I'm sure he'll be absolutely fine. He's just coming back from injury, a little bit rusty, everything was kind of slightly off. He'll it, it, be absolutely fine. So it's a five, but I feel I, I feel a bit bad giving him a five because I think it's he he wasn't meant to play that game. I feel like he was meant to come on as a 20 minutes or sub.
0: So there's there's context. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Norfolk, thank you for your membership. Uh what, sorry, two years and a month now of a member of this channel. Incredible dedication. Uh, And Norvick's a lovely bloke as well. I've met him. uh, And he's uh, a a cracking man. Uh, How did we suddenly start pinging the ball around in the last 10 minutes? Had we been saving energy? Uh, Well, I mean, probably, yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm going to give Murphy a five as well. I agree, Alex. Uh, I think he was very, very rusty. um, But I'm really, really happy he's back, to be honest. It's it's great to see him back. And uh, Christ, we need him. Uh, let's be honest, and we're not sure what's going on with Miggy. so um, I think Murphy will probably start the game at Villa Park on Tuesday, but we will see. Billy?
2: Yeah, I think in two or three weeks, there's no way Jacob Murphy tries to place that to the goalkeepers near post. Mm-hmm. That's the chance he got that he, he fluffed, and he will do exactly what he did the second time when he got the chance and blast it into the bottom corner. Yeah, um, Definite risk, without any sort of a doubt, not playing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, five's a fair score for him, because he did really nothing apart from those two chances, that he?
0: Yeah, uh, right. We'll move on to Alexander Isak. Uh, I thought Isak. Uh, a lot of people are not sure about Isak's performance yesterday, but to be honest, I was quite happy with Isak yesterday. I thought his passing in the first half was a little bit tragic um, because you know he had that opportunity to play the ball across to uh, Anthony Gordon in, the, in that first half. He, he tried to back heel it, and chance was gone. But look, what I really liked about Isak yesterday, lads, and I don't know whether you'll agree, but um, his runs, he was starting to make runs into the channels. And if the passing had been better to him yesterday, he would have had a couple of one-on-ones with a keeper. Um, I think his runs off the back of the defenders were absolutely fantastic. So I'm giving them an eight yesterday. I thought he was very, very lively. Uh, Billy? um, Yeah, I think he conserved
2: energy. I think, you know, he played 90 minutes and didn't look like he was blown out of his arse after 60. And I think that's because he definitely conserved energy. A very impressive part of his game yesterday was his defensive work. Clearing balls from corners and things like that. Um, He still looked dangerous with the ball at his feet. He still created havoc amongst the the Fulham Mm centre-backs. And given the right service, he may have got in on goal a couple of times and he didn't get the right service. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a seven.
0: Okay. Alex?
1: Yeah, I'm going to give him a seven. I disagree with a lot of people in the chat. I, I thought he was... Stamina was back. I think you yeah, know yeah. normally he's absolutely gone by 60 70 minutes. He was fine. He was absolutely fine. He was playing a little bit more reserved. Uh, I don't think we gave him any service in the second half. So I think for people saying that you know he didn't do enough, he wasn't getting the service at all. A few times he came deep he was really solid at retaining the ball. That was lovely to see. That was much improved. Um finding you know finding space in the channels. Uh, a couple of warning uh, warning shots early early in the first half. I thought he was dangerous. I I thought if we'd have given him a a little bit of service in the second half, he scores. I think he was ready. He only needs a few shots and it will go in the net. We didn't really give him that in the second half. I think he was definitely up for a goal. Um, I really liked it. I thought he was great. I thought there were loads of just little positives about his game that we were moaning about a few weeks ago. Just... Disappeared. We just need to make sure we get him some service, and that's down to the yeah. midfield linkage. and Gordon being a little bit off, and there were, and, you know, and Murphy. I mean, let's, let's not forget, both of his wingers, either side of him, didn't have great games. Um, and the midfield, what isn't its usual strength? So there you go. Fabian Shares passing wasn't quite what it normally is either. When you factor all of that in, that's why he wasn't getting the service.
0: Yeah. Um, I generally think so, it was, I'm it was really it was Two that. or three opportunities to get to play him in, and we didn't. Um, But his defensive, you know,
2: it's it's kind of what he did defensively is something we haven't seen from him before, and that's something that's great. You know, getting up and clearing corners and free kicks, heading away. We've not seen that before. Well, he blocked a
1: shot. He he blocked an opposition shot, and and the clearance was obviously the one he headed away from the corner that Billy mentioned, and he made a tackle Mm. as well. Which what he normally does is nothing in that regard. So that's three occasions where he's helped out defensively where he normally wouldn't. So I'm all right with that.
0: Uh by the way, uh Tunami Netherlands. If you think I'm fallen for that, uh you you must think I'm stupid, or you must think I'm John Sinclair. Uh he says Alan Shearer bid for Miggy tonight. Uh <laughs>
1: that, that's one of my football manager tactics. There's a few, there's a few guys who use that. Al Alan Shearer, as in like yeah. it's a Saudi club. It's uh yeah, yeah there
0: is actually an Alan an Shearer under. Street, isn't there? Somewhere an an Alan Shearer Street over in the Middle East, yeah, there is there is. Uh, chippers, thank you for being a member for two years and a month as well. Thank you so much, matey. Uh, Don't <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to. Uh, is it true Al Halal have bid 25 million pounds for Paul Gallant's from On That Ass Undies Company? I haven't heard anything about it. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Anyway. Uh right, uh, who were the subs yesterday? Uh Livremendo came on, didn't he?
1: Livramento 75 uh yeah, 75th minute and then Kraft and Ritchie were pretty late on, so probably Livramento the only one you can really rate.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to give him a straight 6. I thought he lost the ball a couple of times, but then he went on some good runs a couple of times as well. Uh so was 6 for me. Uh Billy... I mean,
1: he was he wasn't he's a right back playing left wing to be fair. Yes, right, I know Alex. But...
2: <laughs> true. I mean, he did find himself in some fantastic areas of the pitch. Yeah. Um, found some good space. Um, the final ball didn't get kind of match with his his uh, way of finding the space. Yeah. I'll give him a six also. Alex.
1: I I, yeah, I think six is fair, but I think there's context. You bring him on as a left wing back and he finds himself on the left wing, he's cold, yeah, he's absolutely. not you
2: know,
1: it's a tricky one, really. But, yeah. yeah, but some, some of the
0: balls he lost were, were a little bit careless. Not that wasn't anything to do with his position, I think. But yeah, I think the offensive play was worse than his attacking play, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, uh, now let's move on to the manager, Edward Howe. Uh, Alex, um, oh, I mean, that's a tricky one. I'll give
1: him a, I'll give him a six. I mean, in terms of personnel selection, he didn't really have any choice. Who else was he going to play? Like the the only contentious one is is does Burn not start or maybe Livramento starts? So the personnel basically choose themselves. Um, tactics we just play the normal way we normally do. I, I guess I guess there's positivity around the set pieces because he's obviously part of that in training. Um, we we do. I mean, me and Billy talked about this on the Patreon last night. That if you if you think back to last season. Um, our corners were very one-dimensional and some of our set pieces, it was very much find Dan Byrne at the back of the box and he heads it back across goal. That was it. That was all we did last year, generally. We did a couple of little short corner routines, whereas this year, it's way more complex than that. We do loads of little intricate movements, change the angle, Gordon has a pop, Trippy has a pop. It's really interesting and we got two goals from it. So um, six, but I, it's nice to see the set pieces work.
2: Yeah, Billy? I'm going to go against that. I'm going to give him a nine. Well, I thought his in-game management it was outstanding yesterday. And if he doesn't make that change between Longstaff and Miley, I don't think we win the game, mm-hmm. if I'm perfectly honest. I think um, that was the catalyst Just when win. I thought we took control
0: more of the midfield after that happened. Uh, so I'm going to give him a nine. Uh, what did you give him, Alex? Seven. I gave him a six. Oh, well. Uh, well I, I just felt uh, like with
1: two weeks rest against Fulham, I, I, I didn't like how, how little control we had for the first hour. I think we're better than that. And it, it's okay. frustrating to watch, considering how well we've played before.
0: Well, I'm going for a seven. Um, for, 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 I agree with both of you, so let's put it that way. Uh, right. <laughs> um, by the way, the Shields Gazette have just put a report out saying that uh, uh, Bruno Gameres in a £100 million transfer talk after visiting uh, to Interested Club uh, they are now saying that uh, Bruno Grimel has reportedly visited France recently amid speculation of a switch to Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, that is also according to The Mirror, who claim that the League 1 Giants have made contact with Bruno's representatives uh, with initial talks taking place about the pri- possibility of prizing him away from St. James's Park. I'm pretty sure the that The be illegal. mill Well, look, the, the, the rumour mill is going to go, go on, and on and on. Well, well, I think he can when he's got a release closed. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he did go... Remember, he did go to Spain for a barbecue, guys, in the summer. Let's not forget that, you know. Um, So uh, Crystal Palace are also fearing that Newcastle are going to hijack their bid for uh, a 19-year-old called Mm -hmm. uh, Adam Wharton. Um, So interesting. Maybe he's the one that we've reviewed.
1: Yeah, we've reviewed him several times on transfer shows. He's the Blackburn midfielder, isn't he?
0: Yeah. So uh, Newcastle apparently interested in him, but I don't think that'll be a a, a winter move anyway. Uh, but there you go, guys. That is uh, the uh, match review, all done and dusted for tonight. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. I'll be back with uh, the yeah, morning news at 11 o'clock in the morning, and we will all three of us be back tomorrow night where we are previewing the Villa game. Uh, so games coming thick and fast. So join us at 7 o'clock for that, where we'll look at different tactics, injuries, team possibility, Lineups, etc., Uh, cetera, and uh, any latest news that happens between the show I do in the morning and, of course, going live in the evening. Uh, there's bound to be a lot uh, because we're coming into the final three, four days of the transfer window. Uh, there's not a lot of time left. We're going to be very much heavily linked with players leaving and coming in, but we will see what happens. Uh, thank you for your super chats, memberships. Uh, thank you for the mods again for brilliant work tonight, Billy and Alex, and to you guys out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Oh, uh, right. Yes, uh, we did ask you who should be man of the match. Uh, who would you like to guess, guys? Botman, Burn, Longstaff, or Trippi? Who did the viewers go for? Burn, Billy, although Botman.
1: Some, maybe Botman. With how some people are talking,
0: Ben Botman won it with forty-eight percent of the votes. Bear in mind, we nearly seven hundred votes tonight. Uh, Botman 48%, Dan Byrne on 30%, Trippier on 14%, uh, Sean Longstaff with eight. So there you go. Uh, Sven Botman is the viewers' man of the match. Uh, great, there you go. Imagine
1: imagine scoring a left footed volley and being so bad in the rest of the game that you get eight percent votes for the man of the match. That's Sean, (laughs) all over
0: that (laughs) is yeah. It is absolutely uh but thank you to everybody <laughs> over eleven 1, hundred tuning in on a Sunday night, which is absolutely incredible. Uh join me in the morning if you can, eleven o'clock. Uh if not, we'll all see you tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Stay tuned to the tune review for all the latest Newcastle United news. Any breaking news, we will bring it to you here first, right on this channel. Uh, have a great rest of your Sunday evening, guys. Good night. How are the lads and lasses. Come back and chair